And joining me right now here on the phone line to go over the weekend fishing report is my main man, Damon with SpaceFish.com. Damon, how you doing today? What is up, dude? Living the dream, brother. What are you doing? Hey, I'm getting ready for the weekend, but the key is, because you're the main man with Space Fish, tell us about the fishing report for the weekend. Yeah, we're fishing, baby. It's on like Donkey Kong, man. So, uh, Overall, the weather is going to be fine. Um, you know, getting offshore Saturday more. Saturday looks better than Sunday. Sunday mid-afternoon, the wind's going to pick up. You don't want to be out there Sunday mid-afternoon. Sunday morning, um, you know, should be good. But Saturday morning looks like the, the, the day to go. The wind is a little less on Saturday than it is on, on Sunday. The, the weather that we've had, we've had, particularly when we talk about offshore, we've had very few instances to get offshore And we've been talking about this with the weather. This time of year, with the way that these cold fronts cycle in and out, um, it's challenging because you're always playing that wind game, and it has to be calm enough to get offshore safely, you know, and and be able to get back and and catch some fish and all that good stuff. So, again, it's been challenging, to say the least. You know, finding those weather windows have been tough. Um, Captain Joe from Fired Up Charters out of Port Canaveral did get out one day last week, and he had a really good day. He fished, he bottom fished, he fished in like the 100-foot depths out of Port Canaveral, and he caught, caught a bunch of really nice, like really nice size lane snapper. Um, he, you know, he's a kingfish master, and he said there were no kingfish there. They trolled for kingfish for a while, which tells us that the water temps are probably still a little too cold. Hope, you know, when those kingfish come in and we start getting them on the reefs, the water temps are right. There's a lot of other fish that, that are in that area as well. Um, he did also get some triple tail. He was saying that, you know, look, any, any structure you see, and you, you'll hear this theme as I go throughout the report today, mm. Any structure, floating structure you see out there, stop and take a look because there's probably triple tail on it. There's a, there's a bunch of them. Um, I did get a report uh, of another some other anglers that did make it out of that same day, and they went out to deep drop. And so that's where you fish in deep water with electric reels, and they did really, really well on golden tile fish. So that was really cool to see, too. That's the first deep drop run I've seen this year, and that was cool to see some really nice fish hit the, hit the, hit the dock. So... Um, again, we're playing the weather window game. Hopefully some guys will be able to get out this weekend, and I look forward to seeing what they bring back if they do. Near shore, so fishing along our beaches, man, that's really where it's been hot, really hot. So um, triple tail and, the, and big bluefish were, were the star of the show this past week. There were some snook and redfish caught, too. For those triple tail that I was just talking about, look for them around any structure. If you see weeds, if you see buoys, Whatever it is, just ease up to them and see if you see these fish. They, they stay suspended in the water. They float on their sides. So it's kind of really cool to see them. But they also spook easy, so you don't want to run up on it fast. And the key is, is live shrimp. That's by far their favorite bait to target them. You want to use as little weight as possible, right? You want it to look as natural as possible, but you still have to cast these baits. So you need enough weight on there to get them, you know, to get them to where you're trying to cast them to. But try to use as little weight as possible. But they've been catching some really nice, really nice triple tail out there, which is which is exciting to see. So our surf fishery, fishing from the beach, it was decent this week. It wasn't rock star, but it was decent. The main catches were black drum, whiting, pompano, and jacks. And there were some of those big bluefish that we keep talking about mixed in as well. Um, the big bluefish, they're really targeting those primarily by throwing jigs and spoons and, and lures and stuff like that. But they'll definitely eat cut bait as well if you put a piece of cut bait down on the bottom. Um, it's also snook season. February 1st, snook season opened up, and it's fun to catch snook off the beach. Uh, if you're targeting them, you know, there were some snook caught. Fish for them in the first trough. And when I say first trough, you know, when you've ever walked off the beach and you start heading in the water, 
that first drop-off before you go through that first drop-off and come up on that first sandbar, that's your first trough, that dip right there. Those fish usually stage in that first trough. And so artificial bait, any live bait is great, but artificial baits like hoagie lures, uh, NLBNs, which is no live bait needed, which is a great paddle tail lure, those all work really, really well for those fish. So our lagoons, talking about Mosquito Lagoon, Banana River Lagoon, Indian River Lagoon, man, it's all about the black drum right now. Fish from 1 to 15 pounds, you can find them just about in any residential canal or any canal from Merritt Island to Melbourne. A live shrimp rigged on a, a light jig head or a small hook with a split-shot weight, a light split-shot weight are by far the best way to target these fish. Fish that are like that 10-pound size and up, those are spawning fish. That's what they're doing right now. They're spawning. So catch them, get a quick photo, get them back in the water to do what they do and, and, and you know, keep the population strong and moving forward for other anglers. And last but not least, man, freshwater. Captain Kenny Haw said the water temperatures down at Headwater Lake have improved, have increased this week, which has turned, helped pick the bite back up. He said his last trip, uh, his client caught 32 bass, and they were back at the dock by noon, which is awesome. So, dude, going into this weekend, there's a lot of stuff to get out there and fish for. To get out there and make it happen, Captain. Very nice. He is Damon with SpaceFish.com, the best in the business when it comes to the Fisher Report. That's right. Um, any big plans for the weekend, buddy? No, man. I have no big plans for the weekend. If I can do a little fishing off the beach again, which I've been doing and having some good luck with that, and uh, and then chilling, man. I don't know what I'm going to do uh, on Sunday, but I think I'm going to try to hit it early on Saturday, do some fishing, and Sunday probably just take a day and chill, man. Uh, the Super Bowl's on Sunday. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I I know that, but that's not till Sunday afternoon. That you know that's going down in the evening. That's a give. That's a given. What is the game plan for Sunday night then? Uh, head over to friend's house. So we're going to head over there. They got a big potluck going on. We're going to watch the game. Um, and honestly, I don't care which team wins. I just want to see a good game. I don't really care for you know. It's not that I dislike Kansas City. I like Andy Reid. Um, but I'm sick of seeing them there. You know how it is when you, you know, now they've been there. It's kind of like, eh, I definitely don't like the 49ers. So it's kind of one of those situations where I'm like, may the best team win. We'll see what happens. But I, but I just want to see a good game. I want to see it come down to like last minute field goal wins it or something crazy like that. Who's your pick? Oh man, that's a tough one. I think I'm leaning San Fran on this one. I really am. You hate both teams. Is that what you're telling me? I hate both. Yeah, I, I don't hate the Chiefs. I just I'm sick of seeing them there. I do hate San Fran though. I, I, I'm not a San Fran fan. A hell of a pick by a great man. That's what that is. <laughs> write that down. All right, write that down. I like that. I really do. We're here with Damon with Space Fish. <laughs> so you go into the friend's house. Do you have to bring food as a guest then? Yeah. So we yes, and that's that. So that is where that's exactly where I'm at at this point. Is like what what are we bringing? So I have I don't even know yet. So I've got to figure that out. Wow, you're bringing the A game today. You're just scrambling to get ready for Sunday. That's what you are. <laughs> Will you be wearing the space fish or the dolphins hat at this Super Bowl party? I'm probably gonna be rocking my dolphins hat because you got to represent, man. It's the last shindig of the year, man. But, but until I guess until the next thing I have to look forward to is free agency, which my Dolphins will not be a player in because we're completely over the cap, and then uh, the draft. So it's going to be a going to be a lonely few months, man. Here's the hypothetical that I came up with this week because everyone keeps asking me who should my Bears take with the first pick. 
My my thing for you would be hypothetical. Let's say the Dolphins had the first pick, but you have Tua. Would you keep Tua or would you draft another quarterback at number one? Ooh, dude, that is such a big question. I think, uh, golly, man, what do you do? Um, That's a great question. I think if it was me, I think I would draft another quarterback in number one. Hey, if you truly have the first pick and you can get that guy, like is Caleb Williams that guy? I know he said publicly that he wants to play for the Dolphins. Like he's said that out loud multiple times. If If you evaluate him and he is truly that guy, then I think you go get one of those quarterbacks. You know, and just, you know, you have to cut bait with Tua and go from there. That's all I needed to hear. Even though Tua made the playoffs two straight years, you have made your decision. I know. It's a tough spot to to be in, Mark, but, you know, the eye test never fails, right? And as a fan, like, you watch these other quarterbacks, and in my opinion, there's only a handful of truly, like, elite quarterbacks in the NFL, like the Josh Allens and the Patrick Mahomes. Like, there's only a few of those guys. But, like, when you look at Tua, and I, and I like the guy. I, I like the guy a lot. Like, there's a lot about him I like. I have yet, with my eyes, and I watch every game, see him put the team on his back and take him down the field and win those games that the great quarterbacks do, right? Yes. And it's just the eye test. It's just the eye test, right? It's just, you just look at it and you go, he hasn't done it. I haven't seen it. Yes, he throws deep balls and connects with Waddle and Hill and scores touchdowns, and he threw for a bunch of yards. But in the meaningful, big, big games, like when, when you got to make those plays, like he just kind of disappears. And for me, I just think I've kind of – I mean, I'm not rooting against him. I want him to be our guy. I really do. I, want, I mean, we have him. He knows the system. I want him to be successful. I'm rooting for him. I'm not rooting against him. But to me, if I'm just evaluating him honestly, I just haven't seen it. You know, so I just don't – as of right now, can say he's the guy. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at on it. You go tell Caleb Williams, who says he wants to play for the Dolphins. I also throw out things where I want to date Katy Perry, but they're not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, you know, I hey, I want ten million dollars to do this show, but I don't think that's going to happen. Sorry to tell you that. Um, should we go fishing this weekend, buddy? Yeah, man, absolutely. Plenty of stuff to fish for. Get out there and fish. Great stuff, Damon. Thanks for your help, and have a great day. You too, dude.